Hello, my friends. I hope you are enjoying this holiday season. The holidays have always been my favorite time of year, but I've not always been able to enjoy them. Not too long ago, every December had me in a whirlwind, frantically chasing our year-end goals. I'd go all out, rushing, panicking, working like a mad person, sprinting to the finish line. And guess what? It never worked. It was like trying to catch a freight train when I was on a bicycle. I was desperate to find a new approach that would allow me to finish the year strong, but not make me feel defeated and beat up in the process. That's what we're talking about on today's podcast. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Dental Life Podcast, where we explore how you can have both a successful career and a meaningful personal life in and outside of your practices without sacrificing one for the other. I'm your host, Beth Heilman, former dental office manager turned certified life and health coach, and I'm here to help you navigate the challenges and opportunities that come from being a dental professional. Let's get started. As I got up this morning and was preparing for my day, I was sitting alone in the living room with a cup of warm lemon water, my journal, my puppies, the lights of the Christmas tree, snow quietly falling outside. It was magical, a true Hallmark moment, and I adore every minute of it. The dream I had just a few short years ago is now my reality. I get to live it out every single day. But it wasn't always like this. In fact, my life was in chaos because I had been seduced by the hustle culture of society. And boy, did it leave me burnt out. The relationships that I cared so deeply about, they were hanging on by a thread. And I was mentally and physically exhausted and beat down. I felt like I was running a marathon with no finish line in sight. It was not a fun time. You may feel the same, especially in dentistry. December hits like a whirlwind in that dental office. You're hustling to hit those goals and then those procrastinating patients trying to play catch up and cram in all their dental work to use their benefits before they lose them at the end of the year. I want to help you quiet all of that noise and make the most of the next 31 days so you can finish strong and get a jump start on January and set yourself up for success in the new year. By now, many of us have long forgotten about those New Year's resolutions we set 11 months ago. You've let healthy habits fade away. You now are putting off living your dream until at least the new year starts. And then when the new year starts, you get excited about coming up with your goals, maybe your word of the year. You kick off those initial few days or weeks with this impressive momentum. But then February draws to a close and you find yourself right back here, the same spot you are right now, approaching the end of 2023. But you know, throughout this past year, We've all faced challenges. We've made mistakes. We've had monumental life events happen, weddings, births, deaths, all which impact our lives. But have you noticed how 
the smaller consistent actions we take, whether the positive habits or not so great ones, they create great impact as much or more as those single events. But here's what I know. I think we all can agree on this right now. Most goals and resolutions fail because they lack the proper systems and habits in place. Let's don't let this be you in 2024. By starting to implement the proper systems and habits now and reset your mind, become more conscious and intentional about what you're thinking, you can walk into January like you own the place. Now, there's many ways you can use the next 31 days to finish strong, whether you're on track to reach your goal or not. I want to share a few ideas with you on today's podcast. First of all, reconnect, recommit to your vision. In my coaching programs, whether it's the Modern Mental Hygiene Mastery or the Dental Life Academy, we focus on setting extraordinary goals. Goals that are big enough to challenge you, but not defeat you. I love the way Brendan Bruchard says, goals that are bigger than drama, distractions, and discouragement. And if I had to name one thing that has created the most impact and change that moved me away from that burnout, that frustration, worry, overwhelm, that is creating a vision for my life that freaking excites me. I've done this for several years now. And here's one thing that I've discovered. Once you set out on a path toward an extraordinary goal, you're going to need to refocus periodically. And now is the perfect time to refocus. It's like any other journey you're on. When you move closer or further away with the actions you take, from time to time, you need to refocus, reconnect with your destination. I think about it as if you're looking through binoculars. You know, like you're, say you're looking at the moon. When you move, when you move closer or further away from that object, you have to refocus those binoculars. In order to do that, ask yourself, what am I capable of? I did this recently. I've already met that extraordinary goal I set for myself this year, and I have been celebrating like crazy. The most exciting part, though, is I know I am capable of so much more, and I cannot wait to see the results I get from 2024. And I want you to do the same thing. But look, there have been years in the past where I didn't meet my goal, but it really doesn't matter because the purpose of the goal is to grow and learn and evolve as a person. If that's you, if you find that you're not going to reach your goal, don't change the goal. Just change the time. You're not in a hurry. Your dreams do not have an expiration date. I used to get this frantic, grabby energy trying to reach a goal, especially at this time of the year. All that did was burn me out and make me feel like a loser. It was because I thought once I reached that goal, everything would be better. Everything would be different. Once I lost that 10 pounds, once I made that 100K, once I paid off the house, then I would feel successful. I'd be happy then. 
I'd have time to relax, do all the other things I wanted to do. But it never happened in reality. If I lost that 10 pounds, that wasn't good enough. It needed to be 10 more. 100K a month wasn't good enough. It needed to be 100. I was trying to work and earn success, respect, being worthy and capable. Listen, don't tie your worthiness to achievements. It's like chasing that speeding train. You're never going to catch up. Your value, your worthiness goes beyond any checklist of accomplishments. Embrace the journey, not just the destination. That hustle mentality only ends up exhausting us because those outside, those outside things cannot feel inside issues. For so many years, I repeated that pattern because that's all I knew. Smart goals and all the metrics society imposes on us of what a successful life looks like And I just never could live up to that. What was so ironic about all that craziness is what I really wanted was to slow down. But I was killing myself in the process with all that pushing and proving and striving. That is why I love this time of year. And I genuinely enjoy it now. Slowing down actually helps speed us up and helps us finish strong. Now, I purposely plan weekend getaways alone throughout the year now so that I can slow it down and enjoy the process. I really dig deep into what I'm doing and the person I'm becoming as I pursue my goals, and it has made such an impact on my life for the better. I'll share more about that process with you later on but it really is life-changing. And then write your vision down and look at it often. I have my vision written down in a document and I'll look at it all the time, several times a week during the time I dedicate to managing my mind. In December, I like to revisit the why behind this vision. Why is this so important to me? My extraordinary vision is there so that I can live up to all I'm capable of. An ordinary vision just doesn't inspire that in me. I want more connection, a deeper relationship with my friends and my family, build incredible memories with them. But my vision is tied to who I want to become in the process of achieving my dreams, not just in having more stuff. I think we often pick a number and go for it, instead of picking a life and creating that. Now, the physical manifestation of my vision is to own this big, beautiful cabin in the mountains here in Colorado. I've always loved the mountains and that like cabiny vibe. That's why I moved to Colorado in the first place. The cabin I envision now is large enough to sleep 12 to 15 people. I want to hold my Soul Fire 5 retreats there and host my family, not just for holidays, but for many getaways. There was a time in 2006, our family went to Branson, Missouri for Christmas. We had rented this cabin and it was magical. My life at that time was so chaotic. We were building a new office and 
all the details and stress that goes with that. My kids were starting middle school at a new school across town. That disrupted our routine. My parents were requiring more care. There was just a lot happening. But one of the most vivid memories I have about that trip, that Christmas, was the first breakfast we had. Listen, it was biscuits and bacon. It wasn't this family spread of brunch or anything like that. I remember taking a bite of that biscuit with my kids and my husband sitting across the table because it had been so long since we had done that. It really is the simple things that matter most. That's what I want to create for my family in the future. The cabin is just the physical representation of my vision. What's underneath that is connection, is love, special memories in the simplest, sweetest times together. Now, another idea to finish the year strong is to reflect over this current year. Reflect on the results you've created. Whether you achieve your goal for 2023 or not, it's important to focus on the results you've created so far. Appreciate the progress you've made toward them. What were the milestones you met in 2023? Were there significant events that happened? To help me do this, I get out my planner. I go through and review how I spent my time and the results I achieved. I pull out my phone and go through my photos. I read back through my journal and the notebooks I keep with all my thoughts and ideas in them. When I was in the practice, I would go through the schedule and look at it from a big picture view. You know, we get so focused on today, tomorrow, two weeks from now, but I would just pull back and say, does this look like I really want it to look like? It gives you so much information. Write down your thoughts about all of that in your journal. Acknowledge and celebrate your progress. I'm planning to do that this Saturday. Have a bottle of champagne chilling, and I'm going to celebrate all of it. I started this podcast this year. Now I'm recording episode 35. I'm so excited. And listen, I have so much goodness planned for all of you in 2024. I hope you stick around with me for all that's coming. I just finished up the final details of my new program, Modern Mental Hygiene Mastery. That's launching January 1st. There is so much great content in there. So many tools you can use. So many skills and practices that I want to share with you so that you can create an amazing life for yourself. I hope you join me over there. If you want to make big changes in your life, but struggle to get the results you're after. And my coaching clients, oh my gosh, did they get some killer results this year. Some of them finally lost the weight they've struggled with forever. Now it's gone for good. They've gotten on track with their finances. One was even on the brink of divorce. Now is rebuilding her relationship. So many now are happy in their practices without the burnout. Also, take a look at your losses when you do this. Failures, the setbacks, all of that. What is the root cause of them? What lessons did you learn from them? What new skills did you learn this past year? Appreciate all the steps you've taken to evolve into the very 
best version of yourself, the times you trusted yourself, the times you took action even when it was uncomfortable to do it, the times you were proud of yourself, the times you raised your standard and no longer settled for mediocre results. And notice what's not there. I hope you're going to find that none of the things that you review includes pressuring yourself to get to your goal. It doesn't include comparing yourself to other people. It doesn't include beating yourself up when things don't go as planned. And most of all, it doesn't include putting your worthiness up for grabs to anyone or anything. Your worthiness is whole and complete regardless of anything you do or don't do. The growth you experience on the inside will help you finish stronger than any external growth. Next, realign your actions. For the last month of the year, I love to focus on the way I walk through a day with a heightened level of awareness about everything that I do. You can spend time on thought work. You can strategize, dream, talk about your vision, all of that. But unless you take intentional, deliberate action, nothing's going to change. You're going to stay where you are and not bring that vision of yours to life. I love to consider why I take the actions I do. What do I need to continue to do? What do I need to start doing? What are some things that I need to stop doing? Now, I have a very strategic planning process I follow that works well to get stuff accomplished. This process allows me to plan my time out so carefully that I don't waste time. And I honor the items I place on my calendar. I'm actually presenting a webinar on that in January, so I hope you'll join me for that. I'll be outlining the process in detail so you can get off to a great start in 2024 and make it your best year ever. But during the last month of the year, I take it a step further and I look at the things I've placed on my calendar and really analyze if they produce the result I'm after. Here's a couple of examples. So I coach my clients mostly in the afternoons and early evenings. But I look at it and I'll say, look, does that still work for the life I'm trying to create? Does that serve my clients? Or are there other times that are more convenient for them? With my social media, I consistently post on social media. What is the return of those efforts? Why do I do it? Is it working? As far as my body, how are the things I'm doing working? What needs to change? Another example, I've always eaten breakfast pretty early, but I've noticed recently when I eat, I feel kind of sluggish after. So I just made a slight adjustment to eat mostly protein and to eat between 9.30 and 10. And it has made a huge difference. I feel so much better. There's also this supplement I've taken for several years now. I used to take it first thing in the morning on an empty stomach. I noticed my tummy felt kind of weird when I would take it. So I stopped it for a bit and changed my routine. I take it now when I eat breakfast. Feels so much better. And going to the gym, did I get the results that I was after? Or do I need to switch things up more? Maybe I need to do more yoga than cardio. So reconsider everything you do. What's working? What do you need to continue to do? What do you need to start doing? 
And don't forget to consider what you need to stop doing. Then let's get a jump start on January. We often view the new year as this fresh start, a new page. But that doesn't imply grabbing some metaphorical eraser on January 1st and completely clearing 2023 from our chalkboard. That's why I like to take the month of December to do that by going through each of these steps to finish the current year strong. You don't want to go into January with a bunch of loose ends, unfinished projects, and all this excess baggage left over from 2023. So what I love to do is I love to declutter. Declutter my physical space, my technology space, my mental space. I go through the photos on my phone, the saved lists that I have on Facebook, Instagram, the apps on my phone, clean up and organize all that. The subscriptions I no longer use, email lists that I've outgrown or just never opened. Even the URLs I've purchased from GoDaddy that just never develop. You know the ones, you buy them for $1.99, but then they auto-renew next year for $79. And then that other technology, the apps and the programs you've subscribed to, but you never log into, those pesky $1.99 or $59 a month apps, they clutter up your world and they add up. And then my finances, which investments or accounts need to be tweaked? Are there accounts I don't access but need to pay more attention to? Take that off of autopilot for a moment and look a little deeper into it. My physical environment. What things can I get rid of that I no longer use or no longer serve me? Now, for me, in December, this isn't a deep clean. It's decluttering. It's a convenient time because I take all the things out of my home that are out most of the time and I put up the Christmas items. The photos I have out, maybe I refresh them with new ones. I imagine it like I'm having family or friends over for a holiday party, or maybe a neighbor might drop by unexpectedly. I ask myself, does my physical space look the way I want it to? Could I pick up my phone and take a picture anytime, anywhere in my house, or do I have to like strategically stage it to make those photos? Now, I'm not suggesting perfectionism here. I'm talking about whether your physical space reflects the way you want it to. And then look at your relationships. Consider the relationships you have in your life, both personally and professionally, and how they have impacted your life. Are there changes you want to make? Are there new relationships you want to create? Maybe some need to be completed and you move on. There may be others you need to sprinkle some forgiveness on. And don't forget to do the same with your relationship with yourself because it's the most important relationship you're in. And what about saying no? Take this month to intentionally consider what it is you want to say no to and leave behind in 2023 and what you want to say no to in the coming year. And then finally, this is my favorite part. After I do all these things, I love to document it. I pick up my phone or get on Zoom and record a video of myself after going through this process. I record my thoughts on my vision and what it looks like a year from now. I like to recap the highlights and the accomplishments of the current year 
and the goals I have met, the challenges I have faced, and the lessons learned from them, and all my thoughts about that, the relationships in my life, how I spend my time and my money. And then I store it in my Google Calendar so that next year on New Year's Eve, I can go back and watch it. To me, that makes the new year so much more real. It causes me to amp up my energy and plan my year more carefully. So as we wrap up 2023, I hope you'll take the time to reconnect with your vision. Reflect on 2023 and the growth you've experienced through your successes, through the challenges, when things didn't work out the way you planned, and realign your actions. Get clear on what it is you're doing that is working and continue to do that, the things you need to start doing and the things you need to stop doing. Enjoy this last month of 2023. Dive deep into that personal inner growth that you need in order to finish 2023 strong and gain momentum as you go into 2024 and own it. Now, look, we're going to continue this conversation in the Dynamic Dental Professionals Facebook group. I hope you join me over there. But whether it's in the group or on next week's podcast, I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Hey, have you had a chance to download your free copy of my mental hygiene checklist yet? Visit BethHeilmanCoaching.com to get your copy. It teaches you the practical skills you need to achieve the same level of excellent mental hygiene as your dental hygiene. Don't miss out on this valuable resource for both your personal and professional growth.